Hey everyone, this is your boy Josh coming to you live from TVI. So, we got leadership going. You know, it's super fun so far. We got two tracks this season. So this season, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but last season I was in TVI Digital and last year in the season of Discipleship. So in Discipleship, we learned how to study and prepare our hearts and minds to get closer to God. Now here during discipleship, we are actually learning to become leaders. Leaders to lead and teach other people how to come to God, how to learn about God, and how to praise Him. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm super stoked about this season. You know, we all have our issues that we're dealing with, and I just hope everything here goes according to plan for everyone. Now, I just wanted to talk a little bit about a couple things. Uh, no, no specific subject. It's just, just random. It's it's applicable um, in some ways. And you guys, I just, I'm just happy to be here. Now, today in class, we learned, uh, we 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 were tasked to read First uh, Samuel chapter 15 through 16. I haven't done that yet. But I'm super excited because we're learning life lessons from the book of David. Now, how we can do that is unattainable at the moment. But I would love to keep you guys updated. Uh, this, like I said, uh, I just wanted to say this, but God is doing so many amazing things here on campus. I enjoy every bit of it's just one of those times where when we come to God, we feel like you could, you could just talk to him as regular. I was telling one of the students yesterday that he, he was telling me that he was overthinking a lot of things. Now, I just feel like I, sh I need to tell this to everyone else. Um, yes, I am currently walking outside on campus yesterday was a rainy day and during that time you know i had a lot of time to think about a lot of things personal things that i will disclose on a later date but trust let's talk about trust okay trusting god is probably one of the most hardest things i feel like whenever we have an issue that we can speak to other people and we can tell them everything we can to get, just just get it off our chest and just ask someone for help but trusting god is one of those things that's super hard nowadays now i feel like everyone has in some shape or form of is having trouble with just trusting somebody or something but you can always trust God. God is always there. God is always here. You might not be able to see him physically. You might not be able to touch him. You might not be able to reach out and just be like, and just tap him on the shoulders. Like, hey, God, no, I'm dealing with uh, smoking and drinking. Is there any way you can help? Yes, that that is hard. You can do that in, in the in the worldly matters too. If you're struggling, find somebody to who you trust and you trust. Now, 
there was a student here who is one of our GS reps. Our GS rep is a guest service representative. They help take care of our dorms. They give us, they help us get the supplies. If there's something wrong inside the dorm, you know, uh, that we need, like let's say toilet paper, paper towels, let's say there's a leak in the restroom, uh, one of the, the ceiling boards are coming down. Like those kinds of issues that people are dealing, that those kinds of people, GS reps are dealing with. I feel like, and this is what I told him, okay, I told him, okay, bro, listen, there are things, you can, you try not to overthink everything, if you overthink everything, it's just gonna, you're gonna worry, you're not gonna be focused on the task at hand, and you don't have to worry about those kinds of things, if you just trust God in those times of need. Now, in those times of need, I feel like when we just, when we talk, we're talking to ourselves. But you have to believe in yourself and in your prayers that is reaching God. Like, for example, God, right now I am struggling and and focusing in class. Father, I am having trouble focusing in class. I just want you to know that I need you right now to help me focus and stay on task so I can become a leader for these people. Now, now God, God, Father, Abba, I love you. I love you with all my heart and mind. But I'm also having a hard time believing in myself that these prayers aren't reaching you. That I'm I'm here alone, but but I'm not, Father. I know that you're here. Just you're you surround everything with me. You're in the air. You're in the trees. You're in the birds. You're in the animals. You're in the students. God, I just want you to give me some sort of sign to help me realize that I am not alone. That you are here with me and. That you were just like giving me the message that I need. Father, I just thank you for all that you do, for the miracles you work on and off camp off this campus and around each and every one of our students. Father, I just pray for this team, for the staff. If any of the students are dealing with something that they know that they're not alone. I believe in each and one of us, okay? I believe in every single person on this campus that we are going to be missionaries, that we are going to be apostles, that we are going to be leaders, we are going to be pastors, we're going to be all these amazing things. But we can only do that by trusting you, God, and I just pray that each and every student gets so close to you in prayer that we just have a hard time that we don't have a hard time talking to you now i i know i'm struggling a little talk a little bit talking to you because you know i'm not talking to somebody face to face those those things can be hard father so i just ask that you give me the strength that this podcast right here that this episode that there are viewers and listeners and worshipers out there who are listening who are listening to each and every episode, Father, because I feel like you will speak something through me that these people can hear so that they know that they are not alone, that they are loved, that they are blessed, that they are not 
trash, that they are not addicts, that you heal each and every one of them. Father, thank you. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, as you guys saw, I was struggling a little with my prayer. You know, I wouldn't say I was struggling, but I was having a hard time finding the words uh, to talk to you guys, to tell him. And it's, it's those kinds of hardships that we're going to deal with, that each and everything that is troubling our heart, um, it's just troubling our heart and mind, Father, I just, I don't know what to say. No, there, there are some things that I've been dealing with uh, relationship-wise with some pat, some ex-girlfriend and my, my friends, with my family. You know, it's, it's hard. But you guys are survivors. I am a survivor. We are surviving this world because we have God by our side. God is one of those things that it's just one of those times. Now, if you give me a second, I'm going to look for a reference in my in my notes that I took. Now, I just want to talk about uh the 20 here are 21 samples of a strong king, kingdom of living and thinking first one is jesus came to reveal the heart of our fa- the, of our father and for us he is healing all that we are oppressed okay so just in that first one it basically speaks like as an example, like how I said, God, you know, I'm dealing with these things. I want you to help my heart so I'm not feeling oppressed. I'm not feeling depressed. I'm not struggling. I just want you to know that I am searching for you. I am looking for you. And that he is coming. He is coming down and just healing our hearts, healing our minds, giving us peace of mind in everything that we do. And everything that we say. Um, while I was up in Oklahoma, in Colorado, you know, uh, I was struggling with, you know, family issues. My family doesn't really see me as who I once was. And in this episode, I will also be explaining my testimony too. So, for the second one, it says Jesus was Jesus first. Married, uh, first mother, what first Mariel's was honoring his mother. Now, even though my fa- my family, my father, my mother, my brothers, and my sisters, I'm having a hard time with them, and you know they're pushing me away. They're just they're just calling me back and talking down to me and just being rude and all these things now that's where one of the commandments come comes in where you have to honor your mother and your father no matter what you do you don't have to uh give them money you don't have to give them anything you don't really have to give them anything 
and the physical, just be respectful, even if they're yelling at you. Keep a calm tone voice and just be like, yes, father. Yes, dad. I understand what, what's going on, what the situation is. is I apologize. I'll get on it immediately and as soon as, as soon as I'm done with my task at hand. Or, mom, yes, I understand. Um, I know I didn't do the dishes then, but I'll hop right on it right now. Like, those are kinds of things, two different examples of honoring your mother and your father. Now for the third one. It says, let Jesus, let Jesus' mindset be your motivation. Okay, we do not want to think like the world. We do not want to think like that. Now, with God, I just know that we ourselves, we have different looks, we have different mindsets. We are just pushing ourselves to the limit. We do all these things in in remembrance of of Jesus. Because he gave his life. We look at the Bible and we see all that Jesus has done. We see all that the Holy Spirit has done. We see all that God has done in the Bible. And all the things that uh, Jesus did accomplish. How he, he saved Mary and... Like, basically, just, uh, hmm, oh, all right, uh, he took a piece of, he had a, he had about 50 loaves of bread, as an, let me set an example, 50 loaves of bread, there were 50,000 people who were looking for him, that needed food, that was hungry, he took that bread, and he split it among the 50,000, and that that single piece of bread that they took filled them all the way to the brim to where they were full. High esteem and self-respect. Okay. I wake up every morning thinking, okay, God, you know, thank you for this day. Thank you for the breath you have breathed, the air that you breathed out so I may breathe in. You know, there might be all this scientific stuff going around about this, but that doesn't matter because God is the one that provided us with that. Now, the self-respect. I don't dress up in, in a fashion where I just be like, I'll, okay, I have my lazy attire. Okay, it's my basketball shorts, t-shirt, socks, and tennis shoes. Now, now in class, you know, I could dress up in blue jeans, my cowboy boots, and a button-up shirt, but that's like another form of casual wear for me. For me to have some some high self-esteem, high self-respect, respect for myself, is getting up in the morning, taking a shower, going on and finding me my, find one of my, uh, a pair of my nicest dress shoes, some nice, uh, black jeans, or black pants, or slacks, or khakis, or whatever, and find me a nice button-up shirt, and I go to class, and I'll have people to be saying, like, you know, you look really nice today, and I, I just, like, that gives me my self-esteem, that right there shows that I am putting an effort into my self-esteem, you know, there are so many aspects of self-esteem, there, everybody has their different way of perceiving self-esteem, 
and high esteem. Now, for the fifth one, it says, let his, aka Jesus's mindset, minister his love and knowledge through uh, knowledge to you through the body of Christ. Now, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, a lot of, well, actually, a lot of people do know this. My apologies. But the body of Christ is within you. When you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and welcome into your heart, that's when the Holy Spirit immediately just be like, boom. You know, he's inside of you. He's there with you. Every step you take is for Christ. Now, another form of the body of Christ can be your church. Your church can make a big difference in your life. The life that you live in church is one where you want to serve. You should always be looking to serve the body of Christ. Like, let's say, for example, uh, okay, I'm on the digital team. I'm fixing to rejoin the digital team at church, that I, at, the, at the school church that I'm going to be attending. I'm also on the digital team at school, so I can collaborate with them and make projects and put them out, and I'm serving God. I am setting the stage for Christ, or maybe I want to go and go help out with the little kids and just, you know, help them, like, nurture them, give them, feed them small bits of knowledge that Christ that Christ, the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Trinity are basically telling me to tell them. Or maybe I just want to be an usher and just stand at the door and welcome each and every person to the church. You know, a lot of people don't understand how much, how nice, and how good a good morning or a hello or have a blessed day affect their lives there were, there's this I remember a story there's a guy um, he's just walking down the street and he sees this guy and he's the other guy's walking down so they're walking towards each other okay fixing the cross paths the guy says hi I hope you have a blessed day the other the other the, uh, the other person they stopped and they turned around and he said you know what you made my day. I have been dealing with so much, I was actually fixing to go commit suicide. And the guy's like, well, the guy who said, have a blessed day and hello, a handshake can make the biggest difference. Uh, a high five, a fist bump, a hug, a hi, hello, or how are you doing? That can change a person's life in an instant. So that is ministering his love through the body of Christ. Um, I don't really understand. Uh, oh, actually, no, never mind. I actually understand this one a lot. Um, for the sixth one, it says, I am also ready to tap out. So Jesus can tap in and help me for when I surrender to Jesus so he can take over my battles. A lot of people struggle with this. I know this from personal experience, and I still have a hard time doing this, and I have no room to speak about this whatsoever, but this is what God is just, he, he's just telling me, okay? You don't have to, you know, deal with everything on your own. 
Okay, let's say uh, I'm in a wrestling ring, okay, and my partner is Jesus. Let's say I'm in a wrestling ring and it's a uh, uh, it's a team it's a team a double team match. Okay, let's say the devil is attacking me and he has like one of his his minions behind him. Let's say Satan's got his minion behind him and Satan's in the ring. I'm facing Satan right right there, right then and there. And he is throwing all he's hurling all these insults at me, feeding these thoughts and stuff in my mind. You know, and I, I'm about ready to tap out. You know, like just give up. But I don't, I turn around and I tag Jesus in, this guy comes in, and he just be like, you're defeated, you lost, there's no reason for you to even be here, and the little demon is just screaming and crying, and Satan flees, he runs away from the light and love and shine of Christ, that is a, a perfect example of that scenario. I firmly believe that things are going to get better for me. I mean, for though Christ I live. Okay? I don't know how to simply put this, but I hope that you guys can understand where I'm coming from with this. It's like, there are times that we, we believe so much. We believe so much. God is just there for me. Like right now, I'm struggling with finances for my college tuition. To go to to continue going to school, I have to get a job. But at the same time, I firmly believe God is going to provide me with the finances to pay my tuition. He is going to pay my tuition if I have to serve. Serve, aka work at a restaurant or go work at a job or go push carts or do something. That is the form of service. You are serving the Lord in everything you do. Uh, I am turning into a wise man in Christ. You know, that's, that's self-explanatory. The more you dive into the Bible, the more you learn, the more you apply, the more you listen and learn uh, to the body of Christ, you are basically just becoming more and more wise in, in these. Uh, because Jesus was made into you through wisdom. That's the Bible. Jesus gave his life in the New Testament. Okay. We all used to live by the Old Testament. I believe that this and this time, now, here and now, God is, someone that is listening is listening to the Bible. You know, every word that we read, every word and every notion and every part of the Bible that we read, we are gaining the wisdom of Christ. That is our sword, that is our shield, that is our armor, that is our our sheath, our helmet, everything. That is the armor of God. Uh I I put I'ma put emphasis on this one a little. We rule with the heart of a servant, and you serve with the heart of a king like Jesus. 
can say we are doing it for finances. We can say we are doing it for blood to provide for our families and whatnot. That's that's all good and dandy. But at the same time, you're not just serving for your family. You're not just providing for your family. But you are you are working and preaching the word around the world and and, and everything and everything and everything and everywhere you go. Whether it's work whether it's school whether it's just being with your friends like i'll use an example let's say i'm with i i am the one positive influence that is more so christ-like and all my friends are sitting here i'm just hanging out with my friends and they're sitting there drinking uh alcohol and smoking i'll just be like hey guys you know that is not what god wants you to do right he wants you to surrender your sins and accept him as your as his Lord and Savior. That is, I feel like that's a good example. I forgive you. It, the words I forgive you acts as a mountain moving faith. God forgives you. Okay. Whatever you have done in the past, it doesn't even exist. Whether you've killed somebody, whether whether you have stolen a piece of gum, whether whether you've been smoking or drinking, it does not matter. Once you tell God about these issues that you're dealing with, He's already taken them. You don't even have to worry about it, don't you? You you can walk through the store confidently and be like. Hey, I used to drink that, but that's not who I am anymore. So I'm gonna keep going and find out what find what I actually came here to look for to get so I can provide for my family. God speaks. God is speaking to me in ways I can understand. Okay. There are different types of translations and different types of translations of the Bible. You have NLT, KJV, you have ESV. Uh, and uh, I think it's uh, N A N. I I don't I don't remember. It's like oh N A S New New American Standard Version. No, he is speaking to us in many ways where we can understand it. And sometimes you just have to be open to listening instead of you know talking. More is caught taught okay you can teach you can teach anybody and everything and the, all the knowledge of this world but that person will catch some things that are false in those statements and they'll catch uh, statements that are true and very helpful God's in me I'm on the move, and God is moving me. I'm standing here, okay? I'm just standing in the middle of the road on my campus. And I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm not doing anything. But every step that I take, God is moving me. I'm not moving myself. My mind, scientifically, yes, I, my body is moving fleshly. But I am letting, I'll let my Holy Spirit take me over during worship, and I'll, I'll walk back and forth, I'll raise my arms, and I'll just be like, 
God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for all that you have done for me. Thank you for the miracles that are going to happen during this service. Thank you for all these amazing verses you are going to be speaking to me today. Father, I just pray that each and every person in this building is willing, is going to willingly accept you in, in their body and their minds and let the Holy Spirit just take part and bring angels into this building. And everyone, everyone feels the anointing. It's anointed. They have that amazing anointing around them. God's kingdom is already expanding in you. Expanding in you and around you. Keyword, around you. If you walk this earth, if you go anywhere, and you know you have that anointing, if you know you are doing everything for Christ and through Christ, every person you come in contact with, they will notice that you, you, you're, you're God's child. There's no reason anybody around us should have to deal with this. Deal with that. Deal with that. Every time you preach, you talk about the Bible, be like, hey, bro, I just got back from Europe uh, doing some missionary works and uh, praise report, you know, there was this homeless guy, and I, I gave him food, I gave him a shelter, I gave him cash and whatnot, and dude, listen, this man is now, he's got a job, he's got, he's moving forward in his life, he's fixing to get married, he's fixing to do all these amazing things, that is expanding Christ's world, his kingdom is spreading around you, and like I said, every step you take, it's for Christ and through Christ. God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they are always willing to fight one more round. You could be in a battle for days on end. You could tap out. You guys, God can always be by your side. God is always there. When you fall, he will pick you up, and He will keep pushing forward. He will take charge. If you're just dragging your feet, Holy Spirit will carry you. And Christ, Jesus Christ, will, will talk to you and bless you through these moments. Through your life. If you need strength, the strength and endurance for Christ is with you on your journey anywhere you go. Anywhere you go, he's always there for you. I just know that. Wherever you guys are, whatever you're doing, God is there with you. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is in you. You know, there's nothing really much I can say. That's that's all, what, 21? Yeah, that's all 21. And for me... If you guys can apply and look for things around you that God is doing, don't look at the world. Look at the world through God's eyes. I know it might sound hard, but it's really not. You just close your eyes and listen with your ears, and God will speak to you.
for the the Bible references, the Bible verses as the references were from uh, John, Third John, chapter two, First Corinthians, verse one, chapter one, verse thirty, Matthew chapter twenty, verse twenty-eight, Jeremiah, all of Jeremiah, Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-three. All right, guys. I'm just gonna go ahead and pray for y'all. Uh, wherever you guys are, whatever you guys are doing, I just pray that. One second. Just let me collect my thoughts so I can speak clearly because my mind is kind of jumble. Father, I just pray for my for my mind right now that it it'll be at peace whenever I call upon the angels to. Uh, over these young people, these elderly, these homeless people, wherever they are. Thank you, Father. Amen. Father, I'm come to I come to you in the name of Jesus. I just pray that I just pray right now for these these people that are listening, for the men and women, children, uh, dogs, animals, or whatever whatever is listening father I just pray that you are that you open your heart and your mind to them that everything they do is for you and through you every step they take take the earth trembles every person they come in contact with they stir something inside them that they've never felt before father I just thank you Father, you're just so great to be willing to fight alongside us, fight with us, fight through us, everything. You are here, Father. I just thank you. Because without you, we wouldn't be able to do anything. If your son hadn't given his life for us, we would still be filled with sin. We would still be... The sinful kids, the sinful children, but all sin is equal through you. For I pray for the uh, the people, men and women who are incarcerated, who have committed murder, who have committed theft, for assault. I just pray for them that they know that they are not alone, that they can lean on you, Father. I pray for the the youth, the young kids. Who are in the foster care system. They don't have a family. But I know that they have you. For the kids who have no families. Father I just pray that you find them. A house. A house. A family. A godly family. And just bless them. Beyond imagine. Father I thank you. I just thank you so much. Right now. I know you will do everything for these people. I pray for the homeless, Father. I pray that they that they uh, that they find a job that no matter what they get, I just pray for finances for them, Father. 
I pray for them to get up off the streets and stir something inside them, create a revival inside their hearts, Father. Have them go out and minister the word. If they're homeless and they're your uh, faithful followers, Father, I just say that God bless them. I cast upon the Holy Spirit upon them right now, Father, that they know that they are they already know that they are not alone and they are doing everything and anything through you. Father, just you're so holy, you're so mighty. You know, you are a blessing in disguise and you all around us. Holy name of Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity. Amen. Well, guys, um, I just thank you for all that you guys are doing, for just listening to me. Um, It just came over me that I just had to just speak upon these things because what better way to go about life but, but and only through Christ? All right, guys, this is Joshua Kimball to you, coming to you live, not live, coming to you once again from TBI, and I look forward to talking to you guys once again next week. Next week, I actually might have a pod, a podcast interviewer, interview, so I hope you guys look forward to the content, uh, whoever it is, I'm not saying, <laughs> Holy Spirit, guide me, uh, you guys have a blessed day, and I pray that and I call upon the angels to come over and protect y'all's hearts, minds, and everything. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right, guys. See y'all later. Bye.